What's up and welcome back to Pin Pals, the podcast about enamel pins. I'm your host, Eric Roman from Warrior Pins, and I interview pin makers to better understand their journey through the pin game. We talk about the wins and losses, all the exciting moments and all the challenging times from coming up with ideas to actually producing pins and getting them in hand. We talk about it all right here in this podcast. Quick shout out to my supporters on Buy Me A Coffee for helping me with the podcast. We're rolling deep right now with six members. We got BB Create, we got Vinpin, we got Pin Lord, Tater Top Pin Shop, Pin My Ride, and of course, Pins by Charlie. I appreciate each and every one of you guys. Thank you so much. Your monthly contributions go a long way in keeping this podcast alive. If you feel like directly supporting the podcast, check out the Buy Me A Coffee link in the show notes. I mean, you can support the podcast for as little as $1. You can go as much as $5, $10, $20, $100. Buy Me A Coffee is the place to be if you want exclusive behind-the-scenes content, if you want input on future episodes, if you want to be closer connected to the podcast, that is a fun way to experience the podcast. So go ahead and check that out. This week's episode, I hate to say it, but this week's episode is the season two finale. It's been an incredible run and we've come so far together to get, we've come so far together, but unfortunately the journey must come to an end. We've successfully launched 14 episodes over the span of three months. Every week we came at you with a brand new episode diving deep into the world of enamel pins with all these incredible pin makers. That in itself, I think, is worth celebrating, and I'll probably do that this weekend. But I mean, the fact that we had people coming back every week, to me, is just incredible. The fact that we had people supporting the podcast via Buy Me A Coffee, again, incredible. I mean, I feel like this podcast really grew this season tremendously. We hit over a thousand view, a uh, thousand followers on Instagram. We have over 50 subscribers on YouTube. I, I just feel so fortunate enough to have established a platform that allows pin makers to share their story. You know, I've also learned so much and grew myself as a pin maker and individual just by interviewing everyone. All these interactions, I, I, it's just so inspiring at the end of it all and i mean i've said this last week but this is a five star rated podcast because you guys rated it five stars and that's just amazing that's just incredible i guess what i'm just trying to say is thank you plain and simple thank you uh so today's episode is a fantastic listen i wouldn't leave you guys hanging like that i chop it up with carlos from data crew and man oh man it turned into an episode full of advice, tips, and insight into the pin making world. If you're new to the pin game, or even if you're a seasoned veteran, I mean, Carlos has been in the game for a while, so he knows a thing or two. He brought some heat. We talk about life as a pin maker, uh, taking losses when products don't come out as expected, uh, how Carlos and his pin brand can consistently release pins every week. I mean, they're releasing stuff every Friday. How crazy is that? So we talk about that. You know, we talk about burnout, staying consistent. We also talk about uh, Instagram and a marketing strategy that kind of works for him. And I started adopting it myself. And I must say, I must say, the results have been pretty, uh, pretty good. So yeah, uh, a lot of good stuff. Also, 
data crew, Carlos, is also one third of the Pin Lab show. You know, I've been talking about it for the past couple episodes because the past couple guests have also been members of the Pin Lab show. So, Cooletra Creations, BB Create, and Data Crew make up the Pin Lab show, which is basically a monthly virtual pin show. Very similar to Patches and Pins Expo, except it's right on your phone on the Pop Shop Live app, and you can you don't have to go anywhere. You can attend the show from the comfort of your own home. But anyway, we talk about that towards the end of this episode. Again, this is the last episode of season two. I hope you've enjoyed yourself throughout all these weeks. I hope you've learned a thing or two, maybe implemented a thing or two, and saw positive change in your pin shop. Thank you guys for tuning in. You know, without further ado, enjoy my conversation with my pin pal, Data Crew. Welcome to Pin Pals, Carlos. How is it going? <laughs> it's going good, Eric. It's going very well, man. Uh, Glad to be on the podcast, man. Yeah, happy to have you here. Uh, I know we've been talking for a while, and I just kind of knew you by association with Nostalgia Vault. You know, he name-dropped yeah. you in the very first episode, and from there, just kind of, you know, you were always on on my radar, so to speak. Not, like, keeping tabs on my radar, but just as, like, oh, another dope pin maker out there on the West Coast. So it's, it's, it's awesome to finally to have you here and talk to you here. And for anyone listening to the podcast, Carlos is in his pin room and it, it it just there's like little storage boxes everywhere to keep the organizing to just keep it all organized and and i love it this is really cool so if if you need to go check out the podcast over on youtube and and take a look at this but yes carlos why don't you introduce yourself to the listeners well my name is carlos uh once again i'm from the west coast I'm from l.a Basically, almost you can say born and raised. I've been here since I was two years old. Uh, this is my hobby, you can say, but I have a nine, actually not 995. It's more like six to eight o'clock uh, day job. And then after that, you know, we, we, do, the, we do this fun uh, pin game uh, uh, stuff at, at nighttime. So <laughs> so sorry if something's ever delayed or anything. It just <laughs> There's only so much I can do, guys. <laughs> hey, man, that's the reality of the pin game nowadays, you know? It's... Yeah. Kudos to you if you're able to make it like a full-time hustle. But for the most part, I think like 90% of us were, you know, we're working that day job and, you know, whatever free time we have, we're, we're making it happen. So tell us about Data Crew. When did this start? Well, we started, well, I started in 2017 and, you know, I had a different brand before that I did some other stuff, but I kind of sold that off and decided to do something new you know, more uh, pop culture, more stuff that I, I really, really enjoyed, more artist-based, you know, since I was young, I, l- I always loved art, you know, uh, I see a lot of different artists, you know, just so talented, you know, and, you know, I bought a lot of prints and stuff like that, and I was like, hey, I, I, I want to do something, you know, I want to do something different, so like I say, I started a brand, but now doing data, you know, we're doing a lot of different type of stuff, and honestly, it's, I know I've seen all your podcasts, and you know, usually I see a lot of brands, they have a niche, but to me, I'm doing what I like. So it could be anywhere between Ninja Turtles to Star Wars to we're talking about skulls, you know, photography, you know, it's just, you know, anything that I feel like people are going to love. Mm-hmm. And that's really cool. Like, it might sound like you're kind of all over the place, but I think it still falls under the umbrella of like pop culture 
or like a specific kind of style when we're talking to like the, the skull artwork. That's a thing. Like people, that's all they do is make pins that look similar to that. But you're, you're tapping into like these specific niches. And I think that's cool because I, I, I think it works for your brand. Everything just seems to like flow. Nothing seems out of place, you know. So I think that's really cool. What were you doing before you started Data? Uh, I was doing like, uh, like more sports, sports stuff. You know, I didn't want to make the same mistake, but it was, it was kind of like I did sports stuff, but then I would go to like uh, left side to go to political stuff. And I just felt like I was, honestly, I felt like too over the place. So I decided, Hey, you know what, let me just get a fresh start. You know, you can say kind of technically rebrand and do something new and just keep it pop culture type stuff that I really, really enjoy. Kind of like a merch creative artist yeah. making stuff, yeah. but it was just more focused on sports in the beginning. Okay, I gotcha. And it was more based on, you know, t-shirts and stuff, you know, so that's what I always did before. You know, I, I started, you know, doing a little sprinkles of, of pins, but I just decided to do brand new setup, you know, and, and do data. Okay, that's really cool. Okay, so you have a little bit of like relevant history going into making pins from a business side to to a product side and stuff like that. Okay, so you're not coming in this like without knowing anything. You 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 have a taste for the game, so to speak. Yeah. Can you remember like what that moment was? Did you see a pin that like was able to resonate with you? Did you see like the culture like come up? Like what was it? To be honest, what what really a friend of mine, that partner, he's a, to me, he's a godfather of, of the pin game. Is uh, his name is Grizz. He used to own a store called Hutch online, and uh, and he had a physical uh, store, but he started a brand called Little Bullies. And Little Bullies, I mean, he's the one that you know, you know, I I, I thank him a lot because, you know, back then this is what like, I don't feel old, but like 2015, 2016, he was already doing pins. I mean, he was like, you know, it's funny because, you know, I ordered 100 or 200. This guy was ordering 500 back then, you know, and yeah. And he just, the, you know, he got me in contact with the manufacturer that I still use to this date. And, you know, it's a learning experience. But he basically opened my eyes. And like, hey, Carlos, look at I'm doing this. I'm like, dude, you're selling that many. And it's cool. Like, and his pens were really, really quality stuff. He even just put it this way. I heard a little... Not from him, but he did a, well, I know for sure he did an official Sriracha pin. And this is Sriracha. I heard a rumor that they really were like, all right, dude, do a pin. And I'm not going to, I heard rumors about licensing, how much it was. It was basically nothing. And, you know, but it just tells you he sold probably, you know, thousands of pins yeah. of Sriracha. But the quality of the pins and the stuff he was doing with it was, uh, you know, very impressive. And that opened up my eyes too. I was like, you know what? I think I can do this too myself. And I'm, and I'm just glad that he was able to give me the, I think the most important thing is the contact, you know, because I, I've, heard, I've seen a lot of your episodes. Everybody's all like, yeah, you got to start with third-party vendors, third-party vendors. And there's no way you're going to make money when you're with third-party vendors, you know, especially if you do wholesale or something else, you know? Yeah, for sure. So are you, I'm guessing you already had some like manufacturers already in your, your Rolodex, so to speak. Yeah. So you knew who you had a couple contacts and this guy yeah. Grizz hooked it up and that's really cool. So what was it like? Walk me through like the first, can you remember your first pin? What was that process like? Uh, you know, luckily, like I said, I was already working with artwork. So when you have already artwork, you know, AI file or something really good, it goes to them, you know, 
Uh, I know there's a lot of manufacturers, I mean, a lot of ba uh, brands that do, you know, very detailed proofs, you know, but if you have an AI file and you're very, very, uh, you know, simplify the stuff, you know, send it out to them. And, you know, of course, send you a proof bag, you check it out and make sure everybody, you get one of these to make sure that the color is correct. And because I made a mistake and the color wasn't the color and it came back at a different color. So, yeah. You know, so it's a learning experience, but you know, we send that out, got that back, and we started our first pin. Our first pin, first pin on, on data uh, was a ping pong paddle. Uh, <laughs> don't ask, you're, you're gonna laugh, but uh, uh, during my day job, I work for FedEx in the day job, and there was one, there was one, it was a cool place that I picked up at that I usually take my lunch break there, and they had a, a ping pong table. So every lunch break, I would go and play ping pong with the guys. <laughs> so I was like, you know, I fell in love with ping pong. So I was like, hey, let's do ping pong. Let's, you know, that's that's pretty cool. So we started there and then we started exploring, you know, all, all our other options that we, we, we've done, you know, after that. Yeah, that's cool. Were there any there any hiccups with it? Was it just straight up? No, like everything was fine, you know, until you start getting more, you know, it's, it's a simple chrome plated with with red paint you can't with white you know ping pong ball so you couldn't really make any mistakes with that but when you start getting with more complicated stuff that's when you know manufacturer tells you oh yeah this color you know this is a pantone color and then you get it and it's not the one you want or it's not even close to being you know being that color tell me a little bit about that that pin or that experience <sighs> i can't remember what it was oh, i forgot what color it was but you know, you look at the, you know, like you, you can't trust the manufacturer. Just put it that way. You need to definitely do your homework, get that Pantone book. Yeah, it might cost you a hundred bucks, but it's either you spend a hundred bucks now or you're going to spend a couple hundred dollars uh, later on, on on a mistake. So definitely my advice to, you know, new, you know, new makers or anything like that is definitely check your Pantone book, even Google it if you have to and make sure that those are the right colors, you know, but yeah, it was a, it was a, a $200 mistake oh man so you had to pay to to remake them or you just got stuck with those pins and you're just like i got oh. i guess i got stuck with those pins and you know i was like well you know it's a cool design i need to remake it you know yeah. so i had to do that i can't remember what design exactly was but it was it was something that i know it was one of like our probably one of our first 10 pins that we did okay so i was like i was like great <laughs> damn yeah it happens to the best of us i had uh one of my pins like the enamel would just come off like it was paint like oh. it, in like a whole piece like it, it, it was really weird so that was kind of like a loss and then i made another pin for what a, a youtube series that i had co-created with uh one of my buddies of mine he would just go on and just like drink a, a soda and review it in under a minute and he was like he's a character he's funny witty you know so like whatever he says is going to be funny i made pins i'm like all right this is going to be awesome I don't know what I was expecting for a bunch of people to buy them. I don't know why, but like I've definitely taken a loss when it comes to making pins and they either not sell or, or something happens. Let me ask you, cause like, I don't know what to do with them. I give them away. Sometimes I'll just hide them somewhere. What do you do with your pins? I'll be honest with you. Like some of them I give away or most of the time, you know, if you think, you know, especially in the beginning, it, you, you're learning, you, you know, it's like, it's like kind of like music. Once might be a hit, the other one might be a flop, you know? And that flop, you keep it and you're gonna might have to discount it, you know? Just like clothing, yeah. you know? If it's, if it's not a banger, you might have to say, hey, at least let me at least let me make my money back, you know? Mm -hmm. So definitely, you know, try to get your money back and put it on the discount, you know? Or 
another thing that you know that I I know we'll probably move into later on is you know I do the show with the guys called the Pinlamp Show. So we'll do some blind bags. You know, we'll put like a dope one and something maybe that you're like, oh, it's it's okay, but I think I know somebody else would like it. And you put it in there and you know just try to try to get rid of a, of that inventory. You know. Yeah. All right. That's smart. I'm take some notes. Maybe I'll, I'll do some blind bags to get to move some stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, cause it's, it's money just sitting there and you know, the whole goal is try to get your money back at least, you know, because yeah. it's just, it's just money sitting there. You know, it's, uh, I saw a documentary with, um, for, with Bobby, Bobby from the hundreds and he, he's walking through his warehouse and he sees a, you know, there's like, Oh, you know, the guy interviewing was like, Hey, there's a bunch of shirts. Yeah. It's pretty cool. He's like, Nope. This is all problems right here. Cause I need this, to, you know, this is money. I need this stuff to be gone. So, you know, we, you know, so we definitely, whatever it takes to move, we got to move them. Yeah. That's interesting that you say that. Cause I've started adopting the, uh, I'm buying less pins well, I'm, for certain designs. I'm, bu- I'm buying less so that I'm not sitting on so many of them. It like the cost does go up when, when that happens, but, um, I'm okay with that if I'm able to move them and not have them sit in a corner for I don't know how long. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I totally agree. Um, you know, it, it just depends what we're doing. You know, it depends on the release. But, yeah, I mean, if you think, like, I mean, you, you know, like, like I said, you've done a lot of podcasts and talked to a lot of brands. It's like sometimes you think something is a banger. You're like, yeah, this is going to sell. And, yeah, you, know, you only sell half of them or, or, or yeah. whatever it is, you know. But, it, it's a risk. Sometimes you got to roll the dice and sometimes, you know, you get stuck with them, but you know, sometimes it does. It's like, you just do a hundred, you do a hundred and see what it does. Yeah. You know, to, to re, you know, to, I don't know about your, you know, the manufacturer that, that you're using, but you know, reordering is not that bad either. The price goes down, you know, so might as well, you know, take a, pay a little bit more, but then the reorder will be cheaper. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's a great way of looking at it. It's just like my way of being able to mitigate the risk you know, because I don't know uh, which way that the, the coin is going to land. Exactly. How do you try and, and mitigate that risk? Because I'm sure doing this for so long, maybe you've just learned what your audience likes or being out these shows and like being like really in the heart of like the pin community, which is like out in the West Coast, I feel like you're surrounded by it more. So how do you, you know, go forward with a, a, a pin design feeling pretty good about it? Well, when it comes to like, like, you know, when we're talking about like, it's like, you know, categorizing and stuff. So like, if I know I'm doing maybe like a pop, really, really pop culture, like Star Wars or, a, or something like, a, like a low key pen, you know, or something like that, that I know eventually if I can make, you know, a couple hundred, I'd rather honestly make a couple hundred and either number it limited if, if it's going to be limited. And because the cost does go down a lot, you know? But if it's something like we were talking about, like like a skull type pen, like thing like our logo, right? I'll just do maybe a hundred or 150, maybe, but maybe just a hundred, just because, and and you know, I'll now limit it, and that's it, you know, because there's more people that probably like the pop culture stuff than they do on the skull stuff, you know. But yeah. sometimes, you know, like you say, sometimes we think a design's not gonna be a hit. And like the, the shirt that, that I sent you that photographer one, I was like, oh, you know, I'll do it's regular, you know, numbers. And I'm not gonna lie to you, like on that one, we probably sold three or 500, you know, on just that pin, you know, but 
it's it's better like you said just order maybe a hundred or a little bit to start off with and it takes off you just reorder you know you just got to have a manufacturer that's really going to be on your side and help you get that stuff out yeah oh yeah for sure but you've been lucky enough to work with the same manufacturer yeah for i have two manufacturers to be very honest with you okay yeah i think everyone should have multiple yeah i've used another one and they do good soft enamel and stuff like that i got one person that does my bronze 3d type of stuff so it's just depends the type of pin we're doing and who we're going to use to to do that you know but if you have a good relationship and you're spending a lot of money with them monthly then you know they're going to take care of you you know they're, they're going to be like all right i need this really in two weeks not a month guys i need it in two weeks and and you know most of the time they'll work with you and they'll they'll, they'll make it happen you know oh yeah they'll always work with you for a fee no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> you, you know what i i heard somebody uh somebody a dm me i think it was king kings he'd send me a message because he wanted to do um uh, let me get it for you real quick so this pen we got it done like in a week and a half maybe two weeks like a week and a half it got done and it shipped to me and i got it in two weeks wow and he and he's all like dude how fast i was like oh, my, you know my manufacturer you know they, they work with you don't make it happen you know yeah but it's just it's just having building that relationship you know with, with, with your manufacturer yeah okay how many pins do you think you'd say you release on a monthly basis I know you DM me and we talk about it like, hey, how are you releasing stuff every Friday? <laughs> um, so it, it just depends on what we're working on, you know, but luckily every week we'll release one or three pins a week, every Friday. But this week we had the low key uh, finale. So we decided to release, yeah, that one, you know, that one variant guys. And we ended up releasing this on Friday. So we do four pins in one week. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. my goodness, my head is rattling just thinking <laughs> of the logistics of all that. Damn, dude. Yeah, and that's from two different manufacturers. But the thing is, to me, and I, I think I told you this, is like to me, is to be consistent, you know, in this mm -hmm. game. You know, if people see that you're consistently putting good, but the main thing is quality stuff. I think people will stick with you. You know. Yeah, dude, that's impressive. I for, I forgot that we were talking in the DMs about that and how you release everything or, or release on a weekly basis. Yeah. And oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow. How do you just find the time? I struggle just trying to do like just the, the warrior pin stuff and finding the time. I'd love to know what you're drinking or, or what you're eating. <laughs> uh, the secret is no sleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, honestly, like I usually get like five hours of sleep, to be honest with you. Like I said, I get home, eat, take a shower, and you know, we start, we start, you know, start doing orders and start talking to manufacturers. Luckily, you know, our manufacturers in China. So they, you know, we work, you know, late with them during the day when we do t-shirts and stuff like that. I actually work with them in the daytime. Luckily where I work at my silkscreen manufacturers in my work area. So if I have stuff coming in, I just take it to them to get it done. And, and, you know, so that works out, you know, that luckily where, where I'm located in LA, everything's really around me so we can work, you know, together and technology makes everything easier, you know, but it's just making the time at night to try to get all this stuff on, you know, trying to figure everything out get everything organized and say hey all right next week we're going to release this the next week we're going to release that you know and hopefully everything comes through because you know there is delays with shipping oh, chinese holidays or our holidays or yeah. you know anything like that you know for sure wow okay follow-up question 
What keeps you going? What influences you to keep the grind alive? What really keeps you going is just the reaction that we get from from our, our, our customers, our fans, you know, the people that follow us because I've noticed that a lot the last probably month and month and a half, especially we're doing more interaction. I'm getting, you know, I have a team that's helping me out with, uh, with a lot of social media. I was doing a lot of advertising with, the, with Instagram. That was really helping me out, especially during you know, the, the, the whole COVID situation right now. But all of a sudden, we do a post, right? And all of a sudden, I noticed that my interaction started going down. My sales went down 90% because all the traffic was going to Senegal. So, yeah, out of the blue, everything just started going to Senegal. So every advertised post I was doing, not the one you do custom and say, hey, I just want to hit L.A. I just want to hit up New York or New Jersey. But the ones that are automatically, because, you know, those, those automatic ones are supposed to hit up all your uh, followers, followers, friends, and all the other good stuff, right? You know, all of a sudden you're like, why are all these people from Senegal liking my stuff? And, you know, I had an issue. And, of course, you contact Instagram. They're like, we're going to look into it. We're going to look into it. Never got resolved. Yeah. N- never got resolved. Thank you for your money. Yeah. So I was like, well, I guess I'm going to stop advertising with you guys, you know? So uh, luckily, I was able to figure it out uh, with the help of my friend, who actually with Miguel, he kind of figured out a, a way around it to do a different type of advertising. But before that, we had to go back to the grassroots and go back to interacting more with the customers, you know, making it more fun, making it not just, not just like, hey, here, buy my pen type post, you know? It's like, hey, making the page more fun. You know, yeah. having people vote on, on different type of stuff and, and just the interaction. But what I noticed when we started doing that, people were interacting with the brands skyrocketed. You know, and it made me feel good too because I was like, oh shoot, people don't just like the pins. They like the brand. They like everything we're doing, you know? So I was like, let's do it. So that really inspired me and helped me even to get more hungry and do more stuff, you know? And of course, there are other people like, you know, you, you probably see like they said, Miguel from BB Create, Laser Brain uh lean customs i mean these guys are, yeah. are nerd pins you know these guys are uh, uh, moving science these guys are are consistent too and they're doing awesome stuff to these people I, I you know i look up to them that's awesome i like that any brand that i hear directly connecting with their audience i think is awesome very commendable um and that's what separates you that's what gives you that authenticity, that just that realness. Like, okay, there's someone behind the brand, you know, that cares about me and this conversation and like the meanings behind the pins and the products that they're releasing. So that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Like, that keeps you going. Yeah. And, and you know, and like I said, that's something to me that's a key thing is making that, you know, connection with your, not just your customer, but your fan, you know, you know, it's like another thing we're going to be working on soon is, we're doing, you know, we're not just doing pins now. We're doing, uh, like, we did this variant jacket. Uh, we got some uh, some girl stuff coming out. I made some data shorts as well, you know. So like, yo. You know, <laughs> so I gotta make sure I send you a pair of these because these oh, are Oh wow. You know, so we do shorts. We try to do a couple of different types of things. But what we're doing next is, you know, we see other brands, not small brands, but big brands having, you know, professional models and all this stuff. And to me, it's like I want to get people that are just like me and you regular people you know so the next day you know when we start we're going to do a photo shoot and we're going to ask the customers who wants to be part of the photo shoot because i mean those are the people that are buying our stuff and that's the people who's going to be wearing the stuff yep 
I mean, hey, I wish there was a this big buff dude wearing my shirt or, you know, a, a tall model, you know, seven foot model wearing my, my stuff, you know, but it's in reality, it's, it's, it's me and you, it's the regular people wearing, you know, the data stuff, the pin stuff, you know, yeah. and, and definitely that's another thing we're, we're working on right now. That's really cool. I just keeping it real. And I think that's just going to resonate more because folks are going to be able to relate to it. Oh, that person's just like me, just like you. Yeah. That's really cool. So uh, you alluded to, well, not alluded to, you actually said you had a team yeah. with social media. Does that this team expand beyond social media? Like, do you have people like helping you with clothes or it, it's just you and, and like this team? Just talk to me about that. Yeah, basically. So I got a team that just helped me out with the socials, with Instagram specifically only. So we do that and everything else. You're looking at the shipping department, you're looking at customer service, you're looking at getting the manufacturers trading, you know, out, talking to China, talking to Pakistan, talking to whoever we need to talk to you to get the stuff done. Yeah. But, you know, specifically because just the, finding that time, like you said, is, is very important, you know, and I think right now uh, on the socials, you know, we need to make sure that our Instagram is basically where everybody's at at the moment. You know, I know you talked, I saw your last podcast that, you know, another thing when you start working on is on TikTok getting that squared away because you never know you said in your last podcast there's like 10 15 years from now that might be the new instagram you know and we need to definitely not fall behind and be at that uh be there in the beginning and say hey we're there in the beginning guys you know so hopefully we have you know 50,000 100,000 followers still you know with us you know because you never know one day hopefully not instagram might become my space or something you know for sure I think it's pretty interesting because recently uh, Instagram said that they're no longer a photo sharing app. They're a video sharing app. Mm -hmm. So that's like, okay, we got to start making video content. Well, that's not like new news. You know, we, we, I think we've all known that algorithms, regardless of what platform we're on, favor video. It's just like, okay, they're telling you like, start making video content and then we'll show it on the, so I think that's just like, a lot of people that get kind of caught up in, in maybe being afraid starting like a TikTok or starting any other social platform, like yeah. the transition should be pretty easy, you know, from reels to TikTok. There's there's a bunch of similarities there. So hopefully it should be easy to make the jump. We have to adapt, you know, and luckily I have I do have a video person that helps me out. So that's already in the works, especially with the photo shoot we're going to be doing and just, just try to make it more interactive and make it more fun. We had already a couple of videos, you know, that we've done. Um, so, but we're just trying to, you know, expand on that. Like you said, that's probably where it's going, you know, and, you know, and with this, this whole pin game or any, you know, any type of, you know, business that you're doing, you need to adapt because if you don't adapt, you're going to fail. Yeah, for sure. Beyond pins, what are some other products that you're making? And what are your favorites? I don't have them with me, but uh, they'll be arriving next week. Um, doing some new shorts, but not the shorts I just showed you, but uh, basically they're full color printed shorts. We have some like, you can say Walt Disney type of shorts coming in. So those are kind of, <laughs> you know, they're like basketball mesh shorts. Okay. So I'm really, I'm really excited about the, that. But the one that we just released uh, that we sold out on and we're getting some more hopefully soon, this is our variant jacket. And, and I'm so proud of this because, you know, people don't understand that, you know, you, you, they think it's just like, all right, cool, let's put something in there, let's just do it, and, and it's going to come out. You know, I, once again, just like a pin manufacturer, sometimes you're going to get a pin that enamel's going to fall off, 
color's not right. So let me show you, this is the final product from one manufacturer, but what I had before that cost money to make is this. This was the first sketch from a different from a different manufacturer. I mean, you guys can't, can't probably tell, but the like little things in there that it wasn't done right. The mm -hmm. color of the jacket is not right. Yeah, uh, it's very thin compared to to this one that a hundred percent waterproof. Wow. The you know the buttons are just trust me. There's there's nothing that's gonna take this jacket off of you. It's just it's really high quality stuff. You know. Yeah, I feel like I can see it. Yeah, that's my like. I gotta send you one of those too. That's like my my favorite project at the moment. But like I said, we have some shorts and we're expanding. You know, we love doing pins and shirts, but you know, we want to give you know our, our our fans and consumers different type of products as well. Yeah, you know that, that you guys will be seeing in the next couple of months that we're working on. You know, I think that's really cool. I think that's awesome. The jacket idea is cool, and I love whenever brands start branching out into just making other products but it almost seems like it's like a natural thing to do nowadays for like a lot of these pin brands to start expanding beyond pins do you think that that's something a lot of pin brands should be thinking about should be on their radar it all depends how much you want to grow you know if you just want to do pins and that's that's fine you know but Eventually, I think if you want to grow as a brand, you definitely need to do other things, you know, just so people, you, you got to, you got to keep, you know, consumers, like I said, just like Instagram, keep that interaction going and say, Hey, you know, I'm not just going to go to data to get a pin. He might have a dope shirt. He might have, he might have a cool jacket, shorts, you know, and, and, and just, you know, make it a one, one-stop shop. We even have a, have a, a keychain as well you know so we're just doing just different types of, of of things you know to to keep it up and you know doing stickers and and, and everything that we can do we got tote bags what else do we have in the you got a lot of stuff on your site i remember scrolling <laughs> through it was like damn <laughs> yeah man and, and you know it just takes time and, and money of course to yeah try to expand and and trust me when i did those jackets i was like that's probably like the much the most money I've ever spent on one product, and I was just like, please sell, just please sell, you know. And I work with uh, with a talented artist uh, called uh, Kill the Giant, and you know we he did we did that together, and he's like, that's good, man. It's gonna do, and yeah, it's it, it more than amazing. So we're we're really happy with you know, but the, you know the main thing is to do quality stuff. At, at the yeah. end of the day, that's what's all about. You definitely don't want to be getting returns on it's like, hey man, the button fell off or this came off or you know i definitely don't want to be getting that type of stuff you know no why did you decide to put variant on the back of the i, I like it it's a replica you can say of, of the low-key series when low-key uh goes into the tva and he's a variant so basically you can say this is like his yeah sorry so basically <laughs> my this bad is, this is his uh his jail uniform in a way oh okay there, or, or like a visitor so basically he goes into this agency right and says all right cool you're gonna help us out catch the bad guy right but you need to put this jacket on so people don't think you're one of us you are actually a variant so that's what we decided to do that jacket oh shit okay so people in the low-key uh, marvel mcu are you know, they're very huge fans of that type of stuff. And, and I'm really, like I said, I'm, that's, I'm really proud how this came out because uh, there's another um, retail person that did something similar to it. That's very 
course huge and they weren't even close to it you know and nice. you know the, and, the, and i got that feedback from the customer and they're like hey this is way better than the other stuff I bought. so how about that yeah i was like i was like thank you i appreciate it <laughs> okay that's dope man good on you yeah, that's what that's what makes me, like I said, keep on going and, and, and keep on, you know, trying trying to do the best that we can, you know. Yeah. I have another like question formulating in my head right now, but I don't know how to ask it. But it has something to do <laughs> here are my thoughts right now. Like <laughs> you're and it's not just you. I I'd say like a good amount of pin makers tend to make products based off what is trending right now especially with like hot shows, stranger things. Like I'm sure when Ninja Turtles comes out with a new movie, like in a couple years, like all that stuff is going to like go crazy. We're going to see a lot of people making stuff. Do you find that that's like somewhat of an important strategy to try and adopt? Like, is that part of the growth or the success of data? Or are we relying a little bit more on just like focusing on your niche and serving that? Like if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, like to me, it's, I guess the first point I look at it as a brand is I like to do stuff that I like. Yeah. So like Loki, we've been working on Loki for, I'm not going to lie to you, two months or three months before the show even, two months before the show even dropped. Oh, okay. So okay. because because it's like, all right, we love Loki. So let's, let's do it, you know? But, you know, to me, if you're going to do something like that, like you said, you know, Ninja Turtles comes out or Ghostbusters coming out, you got to be ahead of the trend because once again, how long does it take for us to get a pin? Sometimes if you don't have a good manufacturer, it's going to take you a month, a month. The show's over. The movie, the movie is already done. We're already on to fast and furious number 10 or 11 or ghostbusters 10 or whatever, you know? <laughs> so, so you need to be ahead. But to me, it, it, it's like, it, it helps out. Of course, you know, if you, if you're, if your brands into, you know, to a niche, and you know that stuff is coming out, then definitely do it, you know, do your own style and, and just be ahead of the game, you know, because if you're not ahead of the game, you're, you know, somebody else is going to swap up. And, you know, I think at pockets I saw with uh, nice pins, you know, he's like, hey, man, you know, somebody already came out with 10 different uh, baby Yodas or whatever, you know, so it's like, yeah. you need to be definitely be ahead. But as a brand, to me, especially is do what you like. And if you're going to do something, do it right and do it in advance, because if not, you're going to be stuck. We're going to be having this conversation and say, hey, I got stuck with 100. Uh, you know, I'm not saying this one, but, you know, you're going to be stuck with, with 100 baby Yodas or something, you know. Luckily, this hasn't sold, you know, sold a lot of these, <laughs> but, but doing your own flip to it, you know. Yeah. Okay. I, I hope that answers your questions. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> no, because, well, I just, I feel like it is kind of, I don't, I wouldn't say it's necessary, but when you can definitely try and lean yeah. in on these pop culture moments yes definitely they're like the, the hashtags and all that stuff like it's popping you're gonna see that mm -hmm. stuff on the trending pages and it, like there's so many new hashtags that you can like try and get visibility on stuff like that right. i've tried doing it you know when the um when the michael bay movies came out like that's when we were doing a funny story actually we start Warrior Pin started 2016, and I forget which Michael Bay movie came out. I, it might have been the second one that came out. There was a store out in California, and I can't remember the name, but they reached out to me because they wanted 100 pins to give away 
they were doing like a release party or like some screening or something for the for the new Ninja Turtle movie. So they just ordered like a hundred different Ninja Turtle pins for me. I'm like, oh shit, this is really cool. But it, it's like, okay, how else can I like make stuff based off the movie or complementary to the movie or just try and lean in on that cultural moment? So I'd say when you can definitely try and, and go for it. But I, I don't think it's necessary because like the hardcore fans and, and the collectors, they'll be looking for your stuff, you know? Yeah, correct. No, I, I totally agree. You know, definitely on, on that, on that point of view. What's your favorite uh, fandom to create pins for or product? Like I said, I love the MCU stuff, but I think the Star Wars stuff, to be honest with you, I nice. really, really enjoy, you know, um, we started off, you know, we did, you know, it's actually a good series that we have going on right now. We did these um, Star Wars drink series. So that's our thing. Like we do these, like I did, a, I did like two, right? And also I was like, hey, we can do different characters into different drinks. And all of a sudden, I think I'm up to 18 drinks. Wow. Or 16 pins. Yeah, man. So it's, it's just blew up. That's just, you know, mixing Star Wars and, 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 and like I said, the pop culture is something that you like. And it, it blew up, you know, but we, I definitely love talking about age, I feel old now, but, you know, since I was young and watching Star Wars and stuff like that, you just like, it's always been a big interest of mine, but, you know, but anything that's cool in pop culture is always definitely, uh, and you can put your own twist to it, it's mm-hmm. definitely, you know, gratifying, you know, but I guess Star Wars will be the, the second thing and then M- uh, MCU stuff, you know, will be definitely. Nice. I like that. We're going to have to talk about some sort of uh, Ninja Turtles Star Wars collab because I can bring the heat when it comes to the Turtles. I mean, I'm sure you can too, but <laughs> Star Wars, yeah. I got to I gotta trust someone else with that. I watched the movies as a kid, but just didn't stick like the Turtles stick. Not many things stuck, stick, stick, stuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's Ninja, Ninja Turtles are dope. It, you know, the reason I, I think I haven't done like actual Ninja Turtles stuff because it's got to be done right, you know? And if you don't do it right, you know, you, why do it? And, and you gotta, you know, I have so much respect for the Ninja Turtles that it's like, that's why I do Rocksteady and Bebop because I, I feel like those guys, Dude. like, those, those I, I love to do. You know, I'm, I'm working on uh, Casey Jones and April Pin as well right now. Nice. So those will be out, those will be out soon. And, and uh, kind of like the Neon series that we're doing. So you, you'll be getting those soon too as well. So I like that. Yeah. Though, oh my God. Goodness. All right. For anyone who who doesn't know, Dad, Carlos sent over a little care package and it had the Rocksteady and Bebop pins. Oh, my goodness. The, the neon neon styled with like a metal nickel finish, super reflective. Oh, yeah, they're clean, clean. Definitely cop those. Yeah. Oh, man, I was geeking out over them hard <laughs> when I saw them sold out actually right now too right now we got some more coming in this week dude you know, congrats. you know thank you man but the, you know but see something like that i was like you know going back to like you know manufacturing i was like okay i'll do this this many i think it's cool and all of a sudden going back to instagram and stuff that post of those two pins was the best organic post we ever had wow with no paid advertising or anything we did pay out to the after, but I think we like we got uh, between a thousand or two thousand organic likes, <sighs> and that's pretty amazing with no paid advertising or anything like that. Nowadays, yeah. How many followers do you have on Instagram? I think we're a little bit over eighteen thousand. Eighteen thousand, damn, that's really good. 
That's really good. All things considered, organic. Yeah, I was just amazed, you know. No, no, it was funny because talking about organically, even like we had a little contest going, you know, what should we make data's animal, you know? So we're voting and doing this stuff, you know, pick data's animal, right? There was one post that we did on the story that got close to half a million views. Whoa. On animals, I was like, <laughs> what? I'm like, why can't you guys get me half a million views on a pig? <laughs> you know, but it tells you it's just it's really crazy. You got to be, you know, different and, and just communicate with your base, you know? Yeah, for sure. Lots of, of wisdom and advice up until this point. But do you have anything that you'd like to say before we move on to marketing? Anything for any new pin makers out there? Just some parting words. Be consistent, put out quality stuff, and just get ready to adapt. And, and you know, like any business, it's hard in the beginning, you know? I mean, it's still hard to me now. Not every pin's going to be a, a sellout or, or, or what you expect it's going to do, you know? But if you prepare properly, you will succeed, you know? Just be consistent and don't give up. Yeah, I love that. I'll sign off on that for sure. So marketing, I'm curious because uh, you've mentioned several times that you do paid marketing for Instagram. What's your just overall marketing strategy like? Is it 80% of your marketing budget going to Instagram or are you experimenting on other stuff, Google ads, email marketing? What's that like for you? Right now, we are working on with the email. Eventually, we're going to be getting just doing that right, you know. So that's one thing that definitely I heard from a lot of other brands that that that's definitely, you know, uh, a good plus, making sure that email list still keeps, you know, keeps there and and, and keep it maintained. And, you know, definitely don't tire out your customer, but definitely that's a a proactive thing to do. But personally, myself, like I would say 95% or 99%, it's all going to Instagram. You know, mm. uh, you know, we do weekly, uh, depending on what we're promoting, we'll promote it for like six days, you know, and then, you know, renew it if it's doing well, but, you know, even with Instagram, you know, it's once again, you gotta be patient. You know, I see posts, I see people in chat saying I paid $5 in one day and I didn't get nothing. It's like, guys, it's not going to work. It's not ordering a Big Mac. It's, it takes time, you know, it's two, three days, five days, give it time. And eventually it's going to grow, you know, but at the same time too, it's like maybe $5 is not enough. Sometimes you got to spend 10, maybe 15, you know, but you have to be consistent and do your homework too. If something's not working, I'm not going to lie to you. There was a couple months when everybody started doing advertising with Instagram that I was probably, you can say in a way, wasting like maybe three to $500 a month on learning from experience. Okay, mm-hmm. maybe that maybe that entry doesn't work. I gotta change it up to do something else. Let's do this. Finally, you will get that what you you know what works for you and then you'll continue on. But to me, if you know any advice would be, you know, do automatic if you have a decent following, do automatic uh, advertising, you know. As long as your advertisers is not sending your stuff to Senegal, as long as they're, they're just you know making sure it goes to the right people, you should be fine. I, I, I guarantee you that you will see a growth in your in your audience. Okay, nice. Uh, so I have a lot of history with marketing and running like Facebook ads and, and, and Instagram ads, like not only for warrior pins, but for other jobs and businesses. So I don't want to get like too into the weeds with that because like I could get lost in talking about specifics and, and whatnot. 
But are you doing your advertising through the Instagram app? Like, is that where you're doing it? Or are you going into, like, the business, the Facebook business and, like, setting up an, uh, an ad through there? Right now, uh, I'm doing it through the app. Okay. I did go into it, and I did do a couple of boosts because when I was having the issue that they were sending all that traffic, and I did notice that certain things were going to – were altered and were going to Senegal. So I did look so into weird. that. Yeah, and I did look into that. And like, but, but what I didn't like, and maybe you know more of this, is that when you do it through Facebook business, through for Instagram, it's more of a boost. So the boost doesn't really send, it, yeah, it helps people look at it, but I feel it doesn't help get people to your website or to your store to actually get that product. That was, I felt like that was my issue. You know, it's like, yeah, let me boost something, but like the pain aspect of it, of getting to that product's page and pressing a button to buy it was my issue with the Facebook business uh, website. Interesting. I'm just curious if, if you tried both and if, if one was better than the other, because for the sake of time, it's just easier to pull up your best performing post organically, mm -hmm. maybe the most reach, and then advertise that one all through the Instagram platform. You don't have to leave. You don't have to go on the computer or anything like that. Correct. But I know you can get more specific going through like the Facebook business. So I haven't like really done a lot of A-B testing, but there are different objectives. So like your, your budget is spent mostly on just blasting it out to as many people as possible and maybe not so much with like a specific call to action attached to it, you know, whether it's clicking the link in the bio or giving them a follow or, or something like that. But just interesting, just interesting yeah. to like talk about. Again, I geek out on that, but I don't want to harp on that too much. <laughs> Are you on any other platforms or is it just like mostly all IG? Uh, yeah, Instagram. And like, so we do have a data crew. Uh, tickety talk. But tickety talk, but it's not really like we have a couple of videos that we've done of pins in there, but like, so that's the next step that we're working on to, you know, you know, show more face, show more interaction, make the pins. You know, we have a lot of stuff that, you know, the, our video guy does a lot of interaction with the pins that, you know, will make a, a bob, you know, the, the club collab I did with George. So make the collab, you know, we'll make the bobblehead speak, do mm -hmm. stuff like that. But I know, like, I feel like more TikTok is more like, you know, the stuff like I see you doing sometimes is just like, you know, just interacting with the customer, you know, with, the, with, your, with your base, you know. So that's something else we need to start definitely working on but like i said right now i would say 99 percent. it's all instagram right now nice all right so there's there's still hope for instagram folks don't give up on the ig yeah you can't you can't man. that's <laughs> you gotta definitely do it i was watching videos from gary v saying hey spend money on instagram spend you know you, you gotta advertise you know if you want people to see your stuff you gotta spend money guys yeah especially if you're not gonna be on instagram all day interacting with your with your base exactly yes Better work smarter, not harder, and you do that through ads. Yeah, they're like virtual sales people for yeah. you. I want to ask: Do you have any specific kind of uh, strategies when it comes to releasing a product? I think we talked about this a little bit on the DMs, but we have people who will drop little hints of pins mm -hmm. and then just randomly throw it up. I've started just like previewing pins a few days before I'll actually throw them up on the website. Cause I'll have them in hand and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Is this something you even think about? Yeah, actually we're next, next week release. Uh, I know I don't know when the podcast didn't come out. So we're going to be teasing this, this little one right here. Okay. So this is Panamaze. It is a new uh, part of the drink series that we're doing that. Like I said, Star Wars fans, 
that are really into the drink series plans. These are number limited, but they're into this stuff. You know, we'll tease it probably like on Tuesday and be like, hey guys, on Friday, we'll be releasing this. It'll be available on the on the Pin Lab show on Saturday that I do with uh, Miguel and Phil from Coelectric. So, you know, we'll start teasing it a couple of days ahead or even with the with the low-key stuff, you know, we were doing already like little teasers here and there, like, hey, this is what we're working on. I try to get videos of, you know, shirts that we're doing. So I'll show like a little silk screen of, of, uh, of a t-shirt that's coming up or sometimes depending on the, on the factory that I use. Uh, well, there's two factories I tell you I usually use consistently. The one that I've been using for a long time, they do a good pins but their cameras are horrible. So I get, <laughs> I get horrible pictures. So my other one that does decent picture, that does really good pins and they have better quality pictures, you know, I'll mock it up a little bit. I'll have my, my, have my, my friend uh, kill the giant. It helps out with all our artwork. You know, he'll, he'll get it prepped up and say, hey, on Tuesday or Wednesday, we'll start prepping that up and to say, hey, on Friday, you know, we're trying to get our customer, our base stuck in the memory that every Friday, at six o'clock Pacific time, data is going to release something. But if I don't release something on a Friday, I'm going to give you free shipping that weekend. Ooh. So that's our. Damn. So basically, if I don't come through for you guys, you get free shipping that weekend, whatever you guys want, you know? So that's what we do. That's cool. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So the main thing is stay, stay consistent and, and, and definitely like to just, you know, do a little preview, just keep them a little, give them a little taste. Yeah, you know, you know, hooked up and, and, and they'll be like, let's see what data's working on, you know, so definitely recommend, you know, doing that. For sure. And we were talking about like limited organic reach and stuff like that. So like posting it, not all on the same day, but like staggering it throughout the week, just to try and like maximize the organic reach as much as you can is definitely a big help. And when I started doing that, I found that the, the pins sold a little bit more and there was a little bit more hype behind that. So yeah, another thing we, we started, we, I did this two weeks ago, just to see what type of reaction to is, so we'll say, hey, we're releasing something, you know, every Friday at six o'clock. But, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we decided to do something different. Yeah, we told everybody, hey, we're going to release something at six o'clock. But what we did is we released the pin early. And I just wanted to see how many people saw the, saw the story, saw the post and say, hey, let's go to the website, you know? And there was a few that went on the website and copped all the pins that they needed to cop. You know, and they're like, oh, we don't have to wait until six o'clock. This guy already posts them up. <laughs> so, you know, but we, but it's another thing we want to see the interaction that, you know, that story is getting to our, our base and our fans and saying, hey, they're going to release something. Let's go check out their website. You know, mm-hmm. if you don't want to wait, <laughs> go ahead and you know, start buying the stuff. You know, I'm not saying we're going to do it every Friday, but it was just a little test to try to see the interaction that we're getting with our consumer and our fans. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I did the same thing too. 12 o'clock Eastern time for me, that's like when Instagram tells me the most people are on. Mm-hmm. That's when I'll drop it. But like I set up the store so that by the time 12 o'clock comes so I can post about it, I'm able to tag the product because my Shopify account is linked to uh, Instagram. So I'm able to tag the products and stuff. So I want to give it like a little bit of time so that people, I just make it effortlessly people to place the order for the new product. But someone did go to my website early and, and bought that. I'm like, oh, well, you know, uh, good for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, but that's good, you know, because people are like excited and they want to go yeah. check it out, you know. So it's definitely a plus. Nice. Talk to me about Pin Lab. Okay. I want to hear all about it. <laughs> all right. Well, 
once again, like you know, at the beginning of the podcast, we're talking about adapting, right? So when COVID hit, as a brand, we were we were doing we were doing you know we're we're steady. I was like maintaining, we're doing really good. And COVID hits, and you're like, what are we gonna do now? You know, sales dropped dramatically for a lot of people, and for that week alone, work was actually slow. And all of a sudden, I I follow uh, 3D Retro. They're the ones behind uh, DesignerCon. So I see 3D Retro saying, hey, if we're going to go on live, this new app that we're going to be selling stuff. Like, what? We're like, all right, let me check it out. So I download the app and I check it out. And it's called Pop Shop Live, right? So I see 3D Retro selling bare bricks, selling vinyl toys, selling basically a lot of vinyl toys and bare bricks and artwork. And I'm all like, man, this is pretty cool the interaction just gets you hooked, you know, because you're showing, let's say you're showing me a pin in the back and say, hey, you want to buy this? I'm like, yeah, I love it. Let me press this button. It goes in my thing. And, you know, it's a one-time shipping cost of $5.99. And I was like, so I just, you know, just put it, at the end of the show, I ended up buying like $150 worth of stuff that if I didn't need. But I, I, I loved it so much that if it wasn't for this person saying yes, it would not happen. So I call, I call Phil, a good friend of mine, I call Phil and I'm like, hey, Phil from Coletric. I'm all like, hey, dude, I have an idea. What if we get a couple guys, you know, out here on the West Coast to join us and do a show together and we'll sell pins on this app. And I'm all like, check out the app. So he checks it out. He's like, that's pretty cool. He's all like, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. I was like, all right, cool. I hit up like five or six guys. And at the end, it was just me, Phil and Miguel. And total success, man. It, it, we were the first pin show there on, on this Pop Shop Live. It, was, it wasn't called the Pin Lab in the beginning. We, we had a different name. So we had a, it was a long name. We're like, we got to shorten it out. It was called like Pin Flare Fanfare or something. So we, <laughs> so because we, we were just trying to get it out there and just try to do it, you know. And then, you know, so I got with Miguel and, and Phil and we were like, it's called the Pin Lab. But, you know, in the beginning, I mean. Honestly, if it wasn't for the Pen Lab and Pop Shop, I wouldn't be here right now because I don't think I would have been able to that maintain my sales for a while. Wow. You know, sales are just ridiculous because there's a lot of pin, there's a lot of people in the pin community or just fans who go there and be like, we love pins, we love shirts, we love toys, we love all this stuff. And really? Yes. I mean, it, it's, and just put it in a show, it's not like an hour like our first show was like actually the first show was like three hours it went from three hours four hours five hours six like five to six hours just selling pins wow because people were buying pins you're like let's another hour yeah so we were rotate so i was like all right this is data brand uh, session all right this is what i got here's miguel he's next he's going to show you his five ten new pins or whatever he's got we have a pin wall in the back. You know, what do you guys want to see? Oh, you have that shirt. Okay, cool. Take a picture of it. Boom, sells it. What size do you need? Extra large? All right, boom. Just put it on there. Sold. So we were, it's basically imagine a, you know, patches of pin expo, a, 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 a patch con or whatever, big old show, but we're doing it from a studio. We're actually doing it from my friend's office in the beginning. Wow. At the end, we were tired like we just did a show, man. <laughs> you know, because we were talking for six or eight hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, that really, 
if, if you thought just, you know, just talking to people on Instagram is one thing, but, you know, talking to customers, you know, live, because it's cool because, so we're showing you this stuff. There's comments in the bottom. Uh, you can even go live with the customer. Somebody wins something or we do like a, you know, we, we you know, in the beginning of the show, we do this That's thing dope. called five for five. Yeah. Like in the beginning, we usually do a, a five for five. So basically Miguel, myself and, and Phil will say, all right, guys, we'll start off the show. This new uh, low key pin. We're only going to have five and we're going to throw five bucks each. And then people, we puss it up and see who gets it. But now we, you know, we even started uh, doing this, uh, uh, these emoji, I don't even have any, but uh, emoji pin lap pin. So the first 50 people get that, uh, that pin for free with a purchase. And then now they started collecting those because those are only limited to a hundred. Wow. So we just, we, we, we try to make the show that's fun. And we, you know, and, and I'm so glad that, that Miguel and Phil are part of this. Our interactions together, our chemistry works out really great. And people are not just bored, you know? You don't want to just have me and be like, hey guys, this is my new pen. There you go, bye, please. You know, we joke around, we have fun, we dance, we have jokes and, <laughs> and do whatever it takes, you know? But it makes the fun show and, and the pen lab, like it's, it's a total success. We do it once a month now. In the beginning, we were doing it every two weeks, but it, yeah, it got tough because, you know, we all have families, we have, you know, even now it's tough because we do it once, once a month, but after the show, Miguel, Phil, bring all their stuff, myself, and we pack everything together and get the orders out the next day. But we're talking about, you know, a couple hundred orders that we need to get rid of in two hours. Wow. <laughs> I was, so that was my, one of my next questions. Like how, what's the order quantity looking like for one of these things? It could be anywhere between 100 to 200 orders. Wow. And how many yeah. people would you say are tuning in? It could be anywhere between, because there's other shows happening on that app at that certain time that people pop in and out, you know, but I think the most we were Scott was like 800, 1,000 people on that, on that, on that wow. app. Wow. Yeah. So there are a lot of eyes. Yes. I mean, and, and sales, like I said, even to this day, it still helps all of us out, you know? I mean, it's definitely worth it. You know, we're really uh, very happy to be associated with, with Pop Shop Live. They have a good platform and a good idea. You know, we're just, I'm just happy that, you know, the guys are doing it. We're all doing it together and we're able to get, you know, then we bring special guests. So we had like, you know, all these people that I mentioned, like, you know, Laser Brain, uh, Lean. I mean, they, and they have such a good following that, I mean, these guys break the Pop Shop thing sometimes, you know, because they're like, hey, <laughs> We only have five of these cars or five of these jelly beans. And it's like, you just see lightning bolts. It's cool because people touch on this thing. They have lightning bolts. That means that you like the stuff. Mm -hmm. And you'll see just, you won't even see my face. You'll just see lightning bolts just going crazy or orders. So every time somebody, somebody purchased something, it just goes goes crazy, man. So it just, you know, we've had certain pins that sell out in seconds. Like 50 pins sell out in less than a minute. Get out of here. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Like I said, it's a definitely a different, we, we had to adapt and luckily, like I said, the guy said yes. And we were able to survive, you know, the whole COVID situation because we couldn't do shows, you know, that week we're supposed to do uh catches and pin expo over here in Orange County. And mm -hmm. it's like, it's like, man, that's, that helps us out a lot too, you know, and we couldn't do it. And, you know, luckily we were, we were you know, come together and, and do this pin lab show, you know? So anybody out there, Pin Lab Show and Pop Shop Live, definitely download the app and, and, and check it out. You know, you won't be bored. 
<laughs> That's what's up. My last question about uh, the Pin Lab show. Like, what are you talking about? Are you just like holding up like your product and you're just kind of like explaining it, the origin story behind it, what how it's made or? Like, okay, like like the one I told you right now. So like this, right? So this, you know, we're so thankful. Like our following is very faithful. So we have a lot of people that are, you know, we do get new followers and stuff like that. But people that are already following us, it's like, hey, guys, we're, we had already, you know, we have the, the Pin Lab Instagram page already. So we're already teasing stuff like, hey, guys, this is going to be available on Saturday at noon Pacific time. So if you want to get it, you know, be on there. So they'll already be like, hey, guys, this is coming out. But we, we've got so much product now that now in the beginning of the show, we just released most of it now. That way people are not waiting but so to your point, it's like, so we'll be like, hey, guys, so, you know, we decided to do a low key series or we do a Star Wars thing or Phil likes to do a lot of um, Disney stuff. So like, you know, inspired stuff. So we say, you know, this is what inspired Phil to do this or this is what inspired me to do this. Check out the quality. You know, if you have questions, you know, try to make it as interactive as, as we can with with the consumer. You know, the, people basically if they see it like close to them and they see it's a good quality pin and they love it. They're just going to purchase it. You know, you just, yeah. sometimes it's, it's so like, if you have good quality stuff, it's, it's self-explanatory. When you bring special guests, definitely Miguel and Phil, they're the ones in front of the camera. Most of the time I like to be in the back, to be honest with you. And, you know, I'm in charge of the music, make sure everything's running, you know, all the technical stuff is running good, but they'll interview the customer, uh, you know, the, the special guests and be like, yeah, what inspire you? What's the story behind it? What stuff you have coming in the future? You know, excellent questions like Miguel's a very good interview, Phil as well. It's, you know, questions like you ask, you know, it's just a lot of stuff one by one. So we have a little segment between 15 or 30 minutes with that special guest and we get in depth with them and, you know, try to get them more sales and, and, and at the same time, getting more people to follow them. And, and, and most of our special guests have their own pop shop show now, you know? Yeah. Oh, shit. All right. I got to check this out. Yeah. We're going to be on Saturday at noon. So definitely. So you can see. Uh, all our craziness and stuff that we, 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 you know, that we gone, you know, in the beginning, it was called the pin lab show. So we're all Phil got some, uh, some doctor's coats uh, on. So we put the doctor's coats on and, you know, we were like, Hey, what's up? We'll get to the pin lab guys, you know, and let's go. Let's have some fun, you know? Oh shit. That's funny. But we just like to joke around. You know, I started, we try to stay on top of the comments and, and, and it's very interactive, you know, so it's fun, man. And, and make things fun. People are going to watch you. And gonna, and if they like your, your stuff, they're going to buy it. Yeah, that's dope. Best of luck with you guys. That's awesome that you started this. Like, I've been meaning to catch a show, but it's just tough for me just being on the opposite coast. And like, trust me, it, 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 it's hard. You know, in the beginning, it's really hard because let's be honest, you know, how many more apps do we need? You know? <laughs> That was the other thing too. Yeah, what is what is this app with it that I'm downloading? And so it's called Pop Shop Live, and it's it's uh, you can see it's green and I think it has a lightning bolt on it. But even trying to get somebody to download that app, that's like the hardest thing we have. It, yeah, there it is. Right. Yep. So that's that's what we what you know you guys need to get that. But it's just trying to get the customer to download that. You know, use a special code called Pin Pal. To, that's our that's our code pin pal so nice. you can go to so that that goes into our basically knows it tells pop shop that hey they, they want to see the pin lab show so it gets you access to the to us and but that was the hardest thing in the beginning it's like how are we going to get people to download this app you know mm-hmm. luckily yeah we're going through covid so people are at home and probably be like well we're home we're not going anywhere 
just download this app. But that's always the hardest thing is trying to get everybody to download that app, you know. But as soon as you get that, you know, over that hump, you know, and Pop Shop helps you to really, really promote. Uh, they promote the show, promote everybody's show, and and just you know they're really, really company, good, strong company behind uh, uh behind us. That's really cool. Awesome. Well, anyone listening, make sure you download it because it sounds yes. like you're gonna get really good deals. You're gonna find more pins. Think of it as attending a show. So like mm-hmm. you could probably hop on a pop shop live show. I'm still figuring out the lingo while you're actually out of patches and pins. So you're just like ah <laughs> pins. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's cool because people like, hey, uh, you know, at the shows, I know sometimes you give a deal, like two shirts for 40 bucks. Would you do it here? Yeah, let me know what shirt you want. Let's do it. You know, or like, hey, uh, I want all these, you know, what can you guys do if we get five pins or 10 pins or whatever? Mm-hmm. We'll make something happen. You know, but at the same time, what I really like about it is like you're getting, you know, when we have a special guest, you're getting stuff from four different brands and only paying $5.99 for shipping one-time fee only and it's priority mail so you're getting that stuff right away especially if we're getting that stuff ready you know one day the next day that stuff's already out the door mm-hmm. but you're you're basically getting free shipping and getting three four different bands if you're ordering from three or four different vendors that's gonna be 20 25 worth of of shipping cost that you're already saving and you're having For a sure. good time at the same time you know yeah damn that's dope that's cool i gotta check that out we got to get me on one day. <laughs> yes. No, 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 no. Definitely, man. Definitely. All right, man. So we're running a little long. I got a couple of brief questions that I want to ask you and we can wrap this bad boy up. What is your favorite type of enamel pin to make? Hard enamel black dye definitely is the, the it just brings out the, the I don't know. It's just that, that black dye is just, like, I, I, I love it to be honest with you. But lately, it's been honestly like I love stuff like this stuff. I like the whole bronze 3D. Like I love that stuff. I wish I could make every pin like that, but of course not. We can't. But you know. But yeah. but definitely, I love that type of stuff. But you know, hard die. That's the uh, the skull with the camera, right? That's yes, yeah. hard enamel mm-hmm. black die. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Clean. Yeah. Clean. You can't go wrong. When in doubt, yeah. black die. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I, I think I know the answer to this next one. Soft enamel or hard enamel? Hard enamel. In the beginning, I, I was really, really soft enamel guy, to be honest, because we had, like, I did a, a Dave Chappelle cold-blooded pin, and I needed to get that details in there, and the, the soft enamel did the job, man. Yeah. You know, it, it had it had his uh, his dreads and a little red, and it was just like, I love soft enamel, but now, yeah, I'm a, I'm a hard enamel guy. Okay, nice. Stickers or patches? We do both, but I think I'm going to say stickers. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, just stickers are just, oh, man, like it's, you know, I showed you, like, you know, this is our, 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 our logo. You know, we got some stuff here. Um, uh, this is a, this is something that we gave away for the pitches and panic, uh, panic, uh, just, <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> patches expo and at certain orders in the beginning, got this, we decided to collaborate with uh, sticker robot. And we did this this cool little sticker. That's cool. Yeah, I think I actually got that. I think you sent that my yeah. way. Okay, cool. Man. I love it. <laughs> so you know, we definitely love stickers, man. Sticker game strong here. <laughs> yeah, I, I noticed that because the back of your stickers, the part that everyone throws away, you had like stuff on it, like you had like mm-hmm. the logo or the website, and I thought that was really yeah. cool. So that stood out. 
Yeah, the new one that has, you know, whoever gets a new one, it's going to have a some some special stuff on the back. So if you yeah. post it somewhere, you take a picture of it, you get a special discount. So we're doing a lot a lot of a lot of stuff. Oh, there's another one there. I love the little new drink popsicle there. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so definitely definitely stickers now. Where's your favorite place to rock a pin? <sighs> Where's that? Hat. Definitely hat. I love yeah, side of the hat for sure. Uh, it's, it's been, you know, you know, when I, if I do wear a denim jacket, but it's been so hot over here lately, man, it's, I don't think I'm ever going to wear a denim jacket. <laughs> here. It's just so hot, man. Like, I'm, it, it's, it's hard to, you know, I, honestly, I'll be honest, sometimes I wear my uniform, but most of the time it's just always a hat. Me too. It's always the hat. But every time we had that conversation, like I'm just not prepared for anything on this hat. Like <laughs> I should have just thrown something. One of you, like the guest pins on here in the future. Future Eric, when you're listening to this. Who who's your favorite Ninja Turtle? I would say Michelangelo. Okay. I'm between Michelangelo and Donatello, to be honest with you. Because you can relate them, to yeah. both of them. Yeah, yeah, I like I like them both. Those are the two that I'm that I'm uh, uh, I'm in love with. But yeah, now that it's it's a definitely you know I grew up in the '80s and I love definitely uh, Ninja Turtles, man. Like I said, I can't wait for you to see the new uh, two neon pins that we're doing the the, the April and. I can't wait, man. If you need pictures, if you need a model, if you need a denim jacket, <laughs> got you, man. You know, oh, I'm, sure. all, I'm a little ways away, but I'm here for you. I'm here for you. All right. So I like to end the podcast with this infamous question. Not so much infamous, but what are the little things in life for you? Man, Eric, we live in a crazy world, man. You know, every day it seems like, you know, things are getting crazier. So honestly, just making it making it day by day, waking up and breathing and, and have your loved ones next to you, I think is, it's good enough for me, man, because it's like, it's a tough world out there, man. Yeah. You know, you know, you know, I know, I know this is a short podcast, but if I can, I can tell you stories that I hear every day, work in LA, I'm not saying LA, you know, LA is beautiful, man, but you, you see a lot of stuff happening, just not in LA, but across our, our you know, this beautiful country that you're like, dude. so I'm just happy I make it one day, man, you know, just, yeah. just breathe and, 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 I'm just happy that my family and I have, you know, beautiful wife. I have good friends, you know, that they're really, you know, and this community that we have, you know, this is what keeps me going and it keeps, you know, working nine to five, man. It's, you know, sometimes it's, it's cool. It pays the bills, but doing something that you really, really enjoy after. Yeah, exactly. Makes it, make, makes it all grateful, you know. I like that. That's an, another great wholesome answer to add to like the collection of just guests responding to this just that's so awesome and you know i can relate to all of that but I, what resonated with me the most is just being part of a community you know mm -hmm. just i'm in i'm in it knee deep right now like i'm just all about it and this podcast and being able to talk to folks like at the end of every episode i just feel re-inspired to 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 get out there and make sure that like i'm doing it like all these people they're they're doing it they're putting in the work and it's and, and it goes beyond that, just being part of a community where we all just come together for the love of just such a small little thing. Like, it's just it's just all really cool. So that's awesome. Yeah, no, it's definitely, man. Especially when we were out there doing shows and you, you know, you go from young to a 60-year-old, 50-year-old <laughs> yeah. person buying, buying a pen. I'm like, hi, how you doing? Oh, yeah, I love that pen. I was like, all right. Yeah. 
Welcome to the pin game. You know? Welcome it's to like, the club. I love it. <laughs> you know, it's, it's cool, man. It's, I definitely, definitely love that. That's what's up. Well, Carlos, you made it to the end of Pin Pals. Congratulations. Hope you feel all right. Hope you don't, you're not too winded. No, no. And, and you know, I want to thank you, Eric, for, for doing this. You know, it's, it's definitely, and inspires me. And I know it inspires a lot of other people getting all this information and finding out this, this whole pin world game that, that, you know, that we're all involved in, you know, but, you know, thank you for your professionalism, your great questions. And trust me, I don't miss an episode. I hear them or watch them on YouTube and, and I recommend everybody doing the same, you know, it's uh, definitely uh, inspiring and knowledgeable, especially if you want to get into pin making or any accessory type of uh, manufacturing accessories or t-shirts or whatever you guys want to do. But definitely, Eric, you're doing a great job. And, you know, we're, you know, data is happy to be part of it. I appreciate that, Carlos. That means a lot. Thank you so much. I'm going to give you the floor. Feel free to tell the listeners where they can find more data crew stuff at. If you have any shout outs, go for it, man. Mike is yours. Thank you, Eric. Uh, we're at data underscore crew. So if you guys want to find us on Instagram, same thing on TikTok. Our website is uh, datacrew.la. If you want to find us on the web, it's a new thing. <laughs> and <laughs> and um, thank my wife for being very understanding and, and, and helping me out as well with this uh, this adventure. Uh, I want to thank Kill the Giant, who you know talk about inspiring people. He really pushes me every day too and helps us out a lot with our artwork. You know we do a lot of collabs with him, so I want to thank him a lot for uh, helping us out. My printer as well, and uh, that Quayar family who's been through a lot this year. You know. And they always come through for us with our silk screen uh, t-shirts. I want to thank them. And yeah, man, patch game, you know, uh, known patch game for a long time. I want to thank you. Uh, he's, he's been, been uh, very inspiring as well. Help us out, you know, Pin Lord and, you know, and all these amazing brands, you know, like when I talk to Joe from Nerd Pins or Miguel or, or Phil, uh, Move in Silence, you know, these guys are very inspiring, you know, and then always been nice to me even before i knew i was a really a, a pin maker always nice and you know yeah, I, I appreciate them and definitely uh want to thank them i love it love it love it love it lots of man just just this pin community if we could all just like simultaneously like hug each other i bet it feels so warm and comforting it's a nice community to be part of no, it's, it's amazing stuff, man. And definitely, like I said, if you, you know, if, to be part of it, I think it's a, it's an honor and, and, you know, she'll be grateful that we have that, you know, cause not, not every business is like that. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> Facts. You are right about that. Well, Carlos, thank you so much for your time and your expertise and your knowledge and just all the advice. Again, I feel inspired and I hope anyone listening or watching to this, they feel the same. If you do, feel free to leave comments or like or follow definitely check out data all the links all that stuff will be in the show notes again carlos thank you for your time i hope you have an enjoyable rest of your weekend thank you eric appreciate it thank you guys take it easy hey guys i hope you enjoyed that episode with data crew if you were taking notes it's probably a couple pages worth of notes because carlos was just again bringing that heat bringing all that knowledge and that that wisdom he's gained from from being a veteran pin maker 
Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, so I want to let you guys know that we're currently taking submissions to be on season three. We only have a limited number of spots, but if you want to talk pins on the show, go ahead and email me a bio, your shop links, and any other relevant information to the Pals podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also send me a DM on Instagram at pinpalspodcast, but I think email is preferred just so I can keep everything organized. Com. Uh, if you're looking to become a sponsor on the show, don't hesitate to reach out. We're really looking to make season three the best we can. And I really think, you know, things can be elevated through sponsors. So if you're like a print shop, uh, a pin middleman or manufacturer, maybe you're someone who runs markets, expos or events. Maybe you're a graphic designer willing to offer pin design services you know whoever please get in touch we're building something awesome for the pin community so if you can provide value if you can provide entertainment if you can provide just anything for the pin community please get in touch would love to talk sponsorships with you guys as always thank you for tuning in make sure you're following the podcast on apple Podcasts, spotify youtube instagram twitter and everywhere else you can get the podcast to stay up to date for news on season three. Yes, season three is coming. Probably just follow our Instagram page and you'll know firsthand when season three drops. If you ever feel like supporting the podcast, you can do so by quote unquote buying us some pins or subscribing to one of our monthly tiers on Buy Me a Coffee. That link is in the show notes. Until then, I've been your host, Eric Roman from Warrior Pins. Stay safe, love one another, be kind, be happy, and remember, it's the little things in life. Peace.